This podcast is sponsored by Kulabula, creators of websites, animation, and digital art. To get a 10% discount, go to kulabula.com and put in the discount code AWAKENING. Welcome, everyone. We are very honored and excited to have you back and to have this opportunity again. So I'd like to bring uh, an, a moment of gratitude that no matter what, no matter how difficult times can be, and also what a blessing that we have during these past two years, that we can come together in such a way that we could still uh, were able to express our truth. And then whatever resonates to you, you could use it also for your own truth and to help in this movement. So today we are most excited, as I said, and honored to have Christian Ish. I think I said it very well, <laughs> that last name, Ish. He is one of the leading Swiss opponents in the instrumentalization of 5G and the Corona agenda and shows in his presentations in how ignorant the federal governments and politics are driving this development forward. So as a director of the Lipitus Enterprises AG, Christian Ish is no stranger to international commerce on the global scale. And he's got like, for over 20 years of, of project management and business development in the context of integrated medicine as well. So, and, and, and if you read more on about Christian, trust me, from the kitchen to the boardroom, he's got lots of experiences. So listen and see what you could get and see what you can teach others because it's all about spreading the proper information and then acting on that information so we can change, so we can shift whatever is happening now. So Christian, thank you for being here. Well, thank you, Grace. And uh, thanks uh, to all the listeners and viewers uh, today that take the time out of their busy days to come and listen to uh, what we uh, may share and can talk about here. So I'm honored to be here on your show. And uh, obviously, I'm, I'm grateful uh, to have that opportunity. You know, I'm currently in the United States. Ex excuse me. I mean, I'm currently back in Europe, but I know the United States extremely well. I spent uh, 24 years in the United States. So um, I understand that we share a lot in common. And a lot of people don't know this. Our two nations, the United States and Switzerland, are sister republics. Did you guys know that? <laughs> a little bit. Yes, yes. Uh, the, queen, we, we, the queen owns everything. So the queen owns it. Doesn't matter, right? Yes, 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 yes. So uh, you know, from a political structure, we are very, very similar. You know, set up uh, as as uh, you are in the United States. Uh, and uh, other than uh, the executive branch is different here. We have seven in the executive branch in the federal council. There are seven members, and then it's just kind of a ordinary thing to get the president title for one year and that kind of goes in circles you know so but they usually uh you know make their decisions all seven together so we don't have, have just one president like in the united states that uh, makes up the executive branch so other than that we have a similar structure in the parliament you know with uh, congress senate here it's called nationalrat for congress and then we have standard for the uh, senate 
So we have 200 representatives in the national, uh, you know, uh, Congress, so to say, and then we have 46 senators, you know, here. So that represents, so the Standard the senators, just like the United States, represent, you know, the cantons. They don't, we don't call them states, we call them cantons. So we have, uh, you know, uh, 24 full cantons, and then we have uh, two that are half cantons. So there's, uh, you know, so a little bit uh, of uh, background in, in the two different republics. And then, uh, yeah, the funny thing is, it's just the other day we were talking about it. Everybody talks about democracy, but we actually are republics and the republic functions a little bit different. You know, it's all based on individual rights. And, uh, you know, I say democracies are uh, mob based, you know, mob rules. And that's extremely dangerous uh, for what's happening. Mm -hmm. and, and that's really what's causing the problems. You know, we have these, especially the academics, I have nothing against academics, but I have to say it the way it is, you know, and uh, you will learn I'm pretty direct and straight. Uh, I think we have uh, in today's world, the academics, they're extremely left. Uh, they're very socialist related. And, uh, you know, we call them the snowflakes that go with the global agenda. I think everyone here on the call uh, understands a little bit what uh, maybe the background is. I'd like to go into that a little bit more today uh, in our, uh, you know, show. So, yeah, uh, we're in a very, very interesting time. Uh, but, you know, as dark as it may seem, as dark as it may sound and feel at the moment, I always want to focus on the positive and I, I would like to hope that at the end of the show, we can uh, show our viewers uh, that we have some solutions and uh, I focus on solutions as a businessman uh, all these years. Um, I have to solve problems all day long and uh, I think we have to approach this whole thing the exact same way. You know, we have to solve problems. Some are a little bit easier and some are really tougher, but I appreciate the current time that we're in. And why would I say such a crazy thing? Uh, so many people are in depression. Uh, they don't see through anymore. They want to give up. Uh, we have a massive increase in suicides right now. Extremely sad. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm talking suicides that are, you know, caused by children. And that makes me tear up. That is uh, really the reason why I am active uh, for the last 20 years is because as a parent and also now as a grandparent for the last two and a half years, I take my responsibility serious uh, for the next generation. Yes, I'm still young. I'm still full of energy, motivation and life. Uh, but I tell you what, if I had to go in this fight, I'll take it on me. So I have something for my children and my uh, grandchildren uh, to look forward to. And I think you would probably all share that with me. You're fantastic. I, we cannot agree more with what you just said, because as, um, as uh, in the last two years, a censorship becomes more rampant. And when, you know, threatening everything and everyone, especially when you even speak a little bit about the it seems like um, the more that we, we get censored and they, they threaten, the more that we become brave, actually. And just, just for me as well, yeah, we, we, we don't want to just do nothing. Do nothing, or when I say do nothing, there's times that maybe we can settle down just to 
see more and observe more and really feel and feel sense feel what's happening and just to let you know like maybe perhaps on my journey it was just in the last 10 years that i really paid attention about the 5g before i just thought it's one of those uh, business thing that you know because i was aware already of the imf the international monetary fund and all that I call it like the global octopus relationship or handle of U.S. So I wouldn't, I'm not even surprised if you say, if you say that Switzerland and U.S. are like sisters, republic. And because U.S., and it's not the people, it's not all the people running in the government, but the once again, just a tiny percentage that controls its government, the country becomes like the little tentacles. So then, then it was when I was learning about um, energy medicine, when it was totally tested on my body, on the different technology that's been affected or being used by 5G, that's when I realized, oh, I do have to pay attention. And then of course, that censorship, we always heard that any topic that t talks about 5G will be yeah. the first topic to be censored. But I guess at some point, there's no censorship that cannot be fully contained. Because no matter what, the more you censor something strongly, the more it just kind of seeps and comes out. It's like, that is like um, what um, Alison McDowell, one of our guests, and she is deep, you can deep dive on global in, uh, finance, impact, investing, children, and the 5G and everything. She will compare it like like the dandelion, like the, the, like the weeds, that no matter how much you kill, 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 kill a weed, it will come out. So that's what's happening now. But what my, my question would be, and most people's question, why do we have to be cautious about it? Why what is why do we have to know about 5G? Don't we have that so much convenience, the phone, the smartphone, the computer, just everything, you know, why? And is there any way that we could really like get out of here or kind of transmute this electrosmog in our system? So lead us to the conversation. Yeah, that's uh, quite of a loaded question. Uh, 5G, for the viewers that uh, maybe don't know the whole background, you know, 5G, we talk about the fifth generation mobile uh, technology. Uh, you know, it's implemented uh, as infrastructure, the new generation infrastructure through the telecoms across the world. And uh, at the current stage right now, uh, the Chinese are leading the world uh, in the technology that's in the software and in the hardware manufacturing. And uh, it's a really, really big thing. Um, you know, when we look, uh, I may have to explain this top down then from the bottom up because it's so massive. When we look at 5G, uh, we have really three main aspects that we should be aware of. Okay. One of them is of course the techno technology. What is 5G from a technological point of view? And what is the difference between three, you know, one, two, three, and 4G versus 5G? Each of those generations uh, were improvements in the technology, advancement in the technology. And I tell you what, I may talk against 5G, okay? But I am for innovation and I'm absolutely for uh, economic growth, 
as a businessman, I understand what it takes for a company to operate. And we have the internet. It is a great tool uh, for a lot of business, uh, you know, business models, uh, you know, companies, business models. And just look at Silicon Valley. We have these days, we have companies that run the world that uh, 20 years ago, nobody had knew the name of. So, um, yeah, our world is changing. But when we do that uh, via technological advancement, and I'm still speaking 5G, I'm not talking pharmaceutical technologies. Uh, 5G, um, when we advance these technologies, we have to be extremely careful, uh, you know, in, in who allows for those technologies to be implemented, okay? What tests have been done? What is uh, what is really bias uh, in testing, you know? What is true, full transparency with the actual tests? I'm talking here in regards to health. So first we have the technological you know, aspect of 5G. Then we have obviously the health part of that. What are the effects to the humans with uh, electric magnetic frequencies, radio frequencies? How does that um, respond to our cells, our mitochondria and people that, you know, I think in your show, most people understand health extremely good. Uh, I am not a medical student, but I worked as a uh, CEO and CEO, I mean, uh, in uh, operating uh, businesses with a lot of uh, uh, doctors. And uh, if that is integrative, if that is uh, uh, natural doctors and stuff like that and therapists. So I have a pretty extensive network worldwide. Uh, so I learned in the sidelines the last 20 years and as an athlete, I used to ski for the Swiss. Uh, I came to the United States in 88 and, um, you know, kind of combined that, uh, you know, getting it out of the system as a young man and, uh, you know, I skipped some pro races, masters races. So I always respected my body as an athlete. I can feel my body, you know, as an athlete and I respect my body. So I respect what I put in my body and, and how uh, I go about it. And that's a very big aspect. So. Uh, 5G, you know, the health aspects of 5G are so that you don't feel that till it's too late. Uh, and every body, every individual has a different, you know, biological system and response different to electrosmog and all these things. So, so we can come back to that about the health effects of 5G. And then the third, uh, and I think just as important as anything else, is actually the legality of 5G, okay? The laws. Uh, so when we look at, uh, you know, FCC in the United States, I mean, there's various lawsuits right now against the FCC um, about 5G, uh, about the satellites. And uh, so we have these three aspects, okay? We have technology, we have health, and we have the laws, the judicial aspects of how legal is this thing, you know? Because 5G comes from uh, the military, all right? So we see that uh, usually old used up <laughs> uh, all the generation technologies uh, in the military, in NASA and whatever, they make it to Wall Street. And what do we do? Uh, most of these technologies are CIA controlled uh, through various subsidies, excuse, subsidiaries, excuse me. And so they make their way to Wall Street and then they get sold and then they make billions and billions on those technologies. So it's extremely deep and it's a very big blur to see through about 5g so when we look okay china is the lead right now and then the, the lead is against the united states so the race is again <laughs> just like 
in uh, at the, with the economies and uh, gross domestic product and all that stuff within the United States and China. So it's no difference here. Why does China have a massive advantage over the United States? Okay, we think that the United States Army is is you know probably the best equipped. I'm not sure right now with the current administration, they're probably scrapping all the good stuff again that Trump built up. Uh, but just to say right now, the Chinese can advance so fast because they don't have the laws like we have in the Western world. Um, yeah, that we're being threatened, you know, our constitution is hanging on a thread and, and uh, we deal with this and that, but at least it's not as easy to advance through the judicial parts, the laws that we have here in Switzerland. Uh, so for us, we have uh, been focusing, all right, in hammering our parliament, you know, literally hammering these guys, these individual politicians that we vote for, that those schmucks are listening to really what's causing the problems in health, what is the issue of legality, the laws that being, you know, circumvented, and, and then especially also the te technologies because they're cheating in their tests. Uh, it's extremely biased, the studies, they're being paid for, and money, manipulated by the telecom companies. And I could tell you so much about it. We have evidence, we have uh, uh, had the opportunity to put this in legal opinions. We presented that to our parliament here in Switzerland. And I tell you what, uh, it's having an effect. But you have to be persistent. Uh, you have to bring the facts to the table and you have to do it with respect. I understand. Uh, and I was also a candidate for uh, the National Congress here in 2019. I was a representative. Uh, uh, I mean, I was going for like, a, you know, like you call a, a congressman over in the United States. So I was running on a 5G platform. And so we built this up and it was so new, right? Nobody really paid attention to 5G. This uh, like two 2019 in spring, it was about March when this really break here in, uh, broke here in Switzerland. So it's a really fast pace uh, thing that we're dealing with this technology, but we are having a dramatic effect here in Switzerland because we're focusing on the weaknesses from the government. The government thought they could just stuff this thing down our throats and follow the Chinese, but the Chinese have an advantage. The advantage is they don't have the laws. They don't take, uh, I believe they have their own uh, constitution one way or the other, but they're really, I mean, they could pretty much care less, I think, in, in how they roll the 5G technology out, how many people that may affect health-wise. I mean, if they lose a few million people, uh, I don't think they will uh, be, uh, you know, sad about it, you know. Uh, so right now, uh, we have a major, major problem between, you know, the United States and China with hardware software. And the race is on, okay? Who is getting the infrastructure into these nations first? And uh, you can see, I mean, when Trump was in office, uh, he really told the Swiss and uh, also guys in the UK, he's like, guys, you're not going to be uh, buying Chinese hardware software, you know, and uh, with good reason. And I have some things prepared that I'm going to be able to share with you guys on the show today. I mean, there's an absolute serious good reason. I, I have nothing against the Chinese people. I think most of us, we, we don't have anything against the Chinese people. 
I would I would probably love those guys like anybody else. It is the government. It's the communist, you know, uh, government. Uh, the very very top one percent in uh, in China that is uh, delegating, dictating, you know, and how these other ninety nine percent have to uh, live in in what conditions. And that nation, in order to gain the economic growth and the lead at, over the last 25, 30 years, they did it with polluting their nation like there's no tomorrow. I mean, the, the, air, con the air condition uh, over in, in China is horrendous. The rivers, this, the lakes, everything is poisoned. You know? I mean, they destroyed their land. And I have some news for you. They have a reason why they want to go and do what the, what I will share a little later in the show. So here, are just the, you know aspects of five G. They can go on uh, without any handicap. I mean, there's no hurdles for them right now to go as hard as they can. And they are they they're very well financed. The Chinese they can buy up nations. They can bribe anybody. And they get their hardware and their software onto these antennas and those locations. You know, and uh, I can just share with you, I mean, there's so many things that we did. One of those things is we uh, developed a legal opinion for the parliament. I had a meeting at the Capitol last fall, and uh, I discovered that these guys are not informed at all because they have stacks and stacks and stacks of things to read about all different uh, themes. But the two most important things, they don't spend any time on reading. That's 5G and then the pharmaceutical uh, 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 intervention right now with uh, the gene man manipulating and all things, the chaps we call. So those two aspects, they don't understand these things deep enough and they may be paid not to read those stacks of papers. So but when assume, we approach... Uh, yeah. Excuse me, shall I assume that you also have a strong collaboration with other international organizations that contributes to the total to your total work on the last 20 years? Because if it is, then that really makes so much sense. Because, you know, you've been doing this for 20 years or over, and you, so you're making that good progress collaborating with others. Yes, exactly. Um, I am also a part uh, on the sidelines as a consultant to BBELAN. Uh, that is an international lawyer network. There's about 35, 40 lawyers, and I'm uh, at least uh, the last year I was the only non-lawyer uh, part of this. And um, you know, and uh, I just because I'm very interested, you know, uh, to mingle with lawyers uh, because uh, yeah, it's important to understand the rights and uh, and the laws and. And that was an advantage for me to write certain things here, the legal opinions and especially the questionnaire I presented to the government here in Switzerland last year with our organization for Media. So we had a, 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 an advisory council that assisted me here. Very, very nice people. Yeah, they were all Swiss. Uh, but we use also information that we have from you know parallel organizations you know uh, here uh, in the United States like the Children's Health Defense you know with Robert F Kennedy, uh, also Deborah Davis uh, you know with environmental health. So we watch what's going on, of course, and then we apply those things in our work uh, because we are all dealing in the uniform issues of five G. So um, just as a small story, you know, I mean, I sat down with uh, with a national council member and a senator from this uh, the largest party here in Switzerland, and we have over 20 parties 
It's not like in the United States where you only have two parties, the Democrats and, and the Republicans, you know, beating each other over the head. So uh, I brought up the issue of 5G here in Switzerland with the Chinese uh, technologies on our antennas. And they're just like, they were like a deer in the headlights. So I explained to them, we have, uh, you know, the Chinese hardware software right here, very near from me, 20 minutes from me, there's a military base, you know, in tune and uh, over six times, you know, they sucked up data, uh, you know, here from our Swiss military, you can imagine uh, how safe that is. So uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing what these politicians allow because they don't understand it. You know, these technologies are so far advanced. I mean, it's extremely easy uh, over those antennas to suck out uh, data, you know, and when you do this with the Swiss military, you know, I mean, I brought that to the attention. I told these guys, we have three, uh, uh, three mobile providers in Switzerland. We have Swisscom, we have Swisscom, we have Salt, we have Sunrise. Swisscom is the largest, about uh, 51% of that is uh, owned by the government. That means uh, by us people. <laughs> so, and uh, I explained to these guys that Sunrise Salt, Salt in 2017, Sunrise in 2019 has sold these Swiss companies, sold their 5G antennas to Celnex in Spain. Can you imagine? Mm -hmm. So the hardware, the locations of these antennas have been sold to a foreign nation, okay, and the stuff is being watered, in other words, maintained and matched, you know, out of Romania, uh, you know, through the Chinese executives that sit in the office over there. Holy crap, man. I mean, so, I mean, I gave them a printout stick and I threw it on their desk and says, you know what, you better start reading up because this, this, uh, uh, this is amazing, you know, you guys have a responsibility for the safety and security of this nation and you guys let it happen. It's a joke. And it is, and it is really, for ordinary people, it's unbelievable because, you know, we always kind of dep depend or trust the government to, to, to do its work and to protect you. But anyway, thank, I, I thank you so much for everything that you do and, you know, so you you've been res, uh, res, persistent and so i guess you you will be an inspiration for us to continue and i'll pass it on to steve because steve has and others have questions absolutely oh, well, very interesting christian uh, thanks for being here uh, it's a little late where i am so i'm a little tired um if i sound scratchy <laughs> um it's interesting because a lot of things came to my mind you know military weapon uh mm -hmm. There's so much we're up against, uh, HARP, and, you know, um, and I'm just thinking, is there a good, is there a, you know, in terms of health and, and, and 5G, I guess we're saying the words 5G because we're not worried about YouTube. Is there, a, is there a side where, you know, what are the health, is it totally destructive? Are we going to live with it? I mean, I, I know as a military weapon, 5G can, you know, it can make people's skin burn. It could just make you heat up. Uh, you know, it can make you literally collapse. Um, and then, you know, Barry Trower, the uh, UK microwave specialist. I mean, in the 80s, he was talking about, you know, voice to skull technology. Um, yeah. So we know that next economy, if you look at the World Economic Forum, is the data economy. And so I get I get the I get the, um, you know, the the data and they're going to know where we are. 
you know, or the ability to know where someone is, what they're buying, what they're thinking. But in it, you know, is 5G just totally destructive health wise, too? And can they literally pinpoint someone they don't want and take them out? Hmm. Well, interesting question, uh, Steve. Uh, it's extremely technical, and, and I want to make sure that you and our listeners understand, you know, about, um, I don't know everything about 5G, and I shared with you guys the three different categories. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's anybody in the world that knows everything right now about 5G because it's such a broad field and it's extremely broad. But I think I have enough knowledge uh, to understand that, thank goodness. Uh, I mean, I may have to come back and focus on a few things that we do here in Switzerland. And as a businessman, I focus on strategy because if you have no strategy, you don't have any tactics. And uh, without the tactics, you can't win a war. And obviously, we're a little David against Goliath here. <laughs> so... Um, here in Switzerland, as I shared with you, we identified that they are doing things illegal, unlawful, all right? So we focused on that, and we have started doing uh, lawsuits against those guys. And we have coordinated with various organizations. One of them is called Gigahertz. The other one is Schutz for Strahlung. These are very great friends. Uh, these organizations are part of our advisory board uh, when we do certain projects. They use uh, the people all over Switzerland to make an, a, a coordinated effort to block the antennas. So when the antennas get built, a new location of an antenna. In here in Switzerland, we started off with 19,000 locations. That's like nothing compared to the United States. So 19,000 locations, but you have to understand each location has a minimum of three antennas because each antenna covers 120 degree angle. That's 360 degrees, okay, full around. So we have three providers. Some locations have two or even three providers on the same locations. So you could have as many, <laughs> okay, when they share location, you can have as many as nine antennas on one location. So we have Gigahertz and Schutz for Strahlung, these two organizations that mainly coordinated these applications to be blocked and you can uh, intervene uh, such an application process by these uh, mobile telecom companies that want to set these up. So there were over 2,000 of those uh, costs uh, to be blocked from being done, okay? So right now, I tell you what, with the efforts suing them, uh, blocking them, the delaying them, it allowed us for certain studies to be completed and further advanced so we have an organization, it's called Berenice, okay? That is a consulting advisory committee to the federal government that is based on the, on the uh, non-ionizing radiation protection issues, okay? What, based on what the effects are of EMF and RF. So uh, these guys did their own study, a summary of 150 health-related uh, you know, effects on uh, EMFs. So what happened is, is the results came out that 
we 5G, you know, anti-5G nerds, we're all the way right. It confirmed oxidative stress in our, you know, cells and uh, the issues it's causing our mitochondria. So now they have a major, major problem that they have recognized and confirmed that 5G is causing oxidative stress. We knew that all the way along. I mean, 1, 2, 3, 4G, all the health effects of EMF, RF are so far with all the way 4G. We have very little studies on 5G, which will be most likely extremer, okay, because of the millimeter waves that you have spoken about it, Steve. So right now, by the fact that we're blocking them, we're delaying them, we have more health studies, we can show them more and more the issues, the effects to humans, to animals, and especially also nature. We have all these clowns from the WEF and the international bankers, especially, you know, uh, tooted, you know, by the WEF uh, about the climate issues and stuff. Have you ever, have you ever heard anybody mentioning about EMFs or the electric magnetic waves causing the heating up of the climate? Uh, causing the issues uh, in lakes and, 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 and our oceans. You never hear that, uh, okay, in the open. So we take that up on us. I talk about it, you know, we talk about it, that these technologies that may allow us to download a movie quicker and stuff like that uh, are ridiculous, okay? So we have to go back and, and, and uh, cable up. In other words, I'm, I don't have electric, uh, excuse me, a wireless mouth anymore. You can see I'm using the old cables, everything cables, you know. So that's the first thing. And, and so coming back with 5G here in Switzerland, so we're hitting them on all sides. And I tell you what's had a dramatic effect because the companies are not selling 5G phones. You know, they, they, they don't have a demand. The, yeah, Chris, do you know what um, hits me as a very good positive is that when you go down these rabbit holes, you – you just get cynical and you think they don't want progress. They want control. Uh, they don't want to do good. They don't want to do the right thing. And there's no one good there who's going to listen. But, but that's, not that's not really the message you're, you're getting is that there, you can get through if you persist. And that's just, you know, my hat goes off to you for, you know, taking the action. I mean, that, that is a, a you know a, a humongous humanitarian effort to to take the action to approach these people to educate to try and break through the controlled science the controlled studies you know and all that stuff so you're you're essentially telling us you're you're making progress absolutely absolutely and i i would like to share with you uh, that are doing this show together with me and especially to all listeners it's exactly what you just talked about, Steve. We have to take a top level, I mean, a top professional level in communicating with them. We can't just go out there and start, you know, bashing and slamming those guys. I really approach everyone that I'm dealing with at a professional level, even if I know that they are doing the wrong things. But I go further than this. Most of these people that are in these companies and manage these, you know, advancements of these technologies, uh, if that is in the military or if there's now in, in, in the economy, most of these people are not even aware what they're supporting. And they have a wife at home or a husband at home, they have children at home, and they're just doing because 
that's what they went to school for. They do their job, if that is in technology, if that is in health, whatever it is. And we have to look at that. And I, I want to just maybe give a little, you know, approach to when we look at the World Economic Forum, okay, uh, we have about 1,400 young global leaders, all right? So uh, alumni out of there, we have Angela Merkel, my friend down here, Hartmut, right? <laughs> we have, you know, Jeff Bezos, we have Bill Gates, we have, uh, I even heard that even Putin went through the school, the dictatorship, you know, Web school from Klaus Schwab. So these 1400 plus uh, are all being geared top level to lead and guide uh, their countries at one point, okay? Top level politicians. But what we're talking about here is, is okay, uh, are, are the 10,720 plus right now global shapers that are also going through the Schwab, the WEF school. And those guys come to Switzerland and getting trained about the strategy and the tactics to go and bring that into the, you know, to, to the, the political uh, scene to uh, their companies, large multinationals, into school system, universities. And those are the young, really aggressive, motivated, you know, uh, girls and boys, all right? 20 to 35 years old. Those are the global shapers. So watch out. Those guys are spread all over the world. They're trained with the agenda, the global reset from the WEF. And I am more worried, actually, about the going direct reset from the international bankers that the international bankers came to came together in the united states that was august 22nd 2019 jackson hole and there all the central bankers came together and they decided on the going to direct reset that's a reset above the world economic forum great reset okay i could tell you all up but so we have to look when we're dealing with these companies and those guys that advance that, those are students from the WEF school. So they go out there, they're being motivated with money, you know, uh, nice resumes that can share, you know, CVs. Uh, it looks great and stuff, and they can motivate them. And that's the problem. Money, money. Most people are motivated by money. And, and Steve, we talked about the family bank concept and stuff. And, and so money is not everything, but for these young people, they want to make careers, you know, and, and, and it's just become that, that most of the young people don't want to have a family till they're like 35 years old. Some mm -hmm. don't get married till they're 40 now. So because they want to go get a, a hot, uh, you know, career, and that's what they're after. And it's, it's funny you say that, because I saw an interview from, I think, three years ago, where it was a guy from Google and another guy who... I think he's one of these trained guys that you mentioned from the WEF school, WEF school. And they're talking about humans. They're calling them animals, you know? So like, Oh, if we can, you know, get this many animals to do this. And he's talking about humans. So it's the terminology, you know, it's all the imprinting of where they want to take this. Like, uh, you know, they want people to be accept being talked to like that they're an animal and that they should be told, you know, an animal does what you tell it to do or, you know what I mean? It's below you. Um, and, and that's just, you know, I'm just I'm just um, enamored that you're making progress, that you're doing something, because, like I said, it, it, you know, it is it is a Herculean task. And, you know, just to go back to the technology, 
I'm wearing, you know, there's uh, Dr. Robert Young did a study over 20 years ago about, and that was before 5G, uh, that, you know, people who live within a mile radius of cell towers, the incidence of cancer goes up by 80%. And this is a pendant. It's, you can't really see it, but it's yeah, I see it. copper. So we have a resonance. We, we have an energetic resonance and it goes out. Some people say 16 feet. Some people say 60, but it's, it's part of our energetic makeup. That's, that's a part of our physical makeup. And the, the Wi-Fi and all these things interfere with that. And they make us, you know, uh, not as energetic or not as, uh, not as uh, intelligent or not as a- able to think. But something like as simple as this, apparently the study was done. Um, and the blood cells, if you, without this, so this resonate, this kind of keeps your body resonance in, in sync. It doesn't allow the EMF to disrupt it. But what I'm saying is the, without a pendant like this, the blood cells, and this is 20 years ago, the blood cells from a cell tower were immediately disrupted. And then you put this on and they're back to balance. So, you know, think 20 years later, how much more powerful the EMF is. So it is quite startling. But, you know, all I can say is I, I thank you for your efforts. Uh, I'm a skier. So it's, uh, you're, you know, you, you got you chick ticking all the right boxes with me, I guess. You know, before I pass you on, what are you what, what's the most, you know, I guess, um, current thing that you could say uh, as an accomplishment or or something that you've achieved in terms of breaking ground? You might have already said it in, in, in Switzerland, but I don't know. Is there anything that that is showing you even more signs that that we're breaking through in both America and Switzerland? I think just. Uh because of our legal form here in Switzerland, uh, even Robert F. Kennedy came here to support us with the COVID uh, you know, vote here in November 28th, and we lost that because of the snowflakes. Uh, but I think it's extremely important to recognize that Switzerland is still considered uh, a standing democracy. <laughs> okay, So in other words, people can still go vote and actually have an effect. So. If a national council member, excuse me, um, yeah, as a congressman or senator, they will call up you guys. If they don't do a good job, we can get rid of these guys. You know, they have a four-year term. So we built up a platform. It's called Unwell Bars. In other words, they're not able to be voted for anymore because they do a horrible job. So we, we have projects like that that run. And we're having fun with this. And that's extremely important, I think, you know, for everybody that is following us here, that we actually have some fun with this as well. Um, coming back to your first part of the question, what are the accomplishments? I think I would like to give everyone here uh, a little kudos that assisted us with this here in Switzerland. And it's again, mainly these other two uh, organizations I mentioned before, Gigahertz and Schutz für Strahlung, uh, together with what we accomplished here with Verein Wir. I think we're the three main organizations that are allowed for this to happen, plus some individuals that had enough guts to actually cause a lawsuit at the local level, canton level, the state level. And now we have two cases at the federal Supreme Court here in Switzerland that are directly uh, related to 5G. And that allowed for any other cases at the lower courts to be stopped. I mean, they're literally backing up, okay? There's high, you know, there's a traffic jam in the courts because these two 
Supreme Court cases have not been decided on. And I can tell you what, I mean, these judges that have to make that decisions, I mean, I'm sure they're being bribed, they're being done, whatever. But that decision that they're going to make could actually have an effect worldwide. And if these guys are going to side with the industry, we're going to have a problem. We're going to have a major problem. So if these Supreme Court churches here in Switzerland are taking literally their job serious and they decide against the industry, you're going to see what's going to happen. And this could actually be that little drop in a pond and then woof, uh, it could go and have a worldwide effect. So since Switzerland is so tiny, it is extremely well organized. It's easy to be, you know, having a good view of what's going on, okay? Uh, yeah, we have four languages here. That makes things tougher. We have, you know, German, French, Italian, and Romanche. It's an old Latin language. About 100,000 people speak that. So we have four languages to manage these things through. And so... By focusing at the judicial and the law level, we're able to really put the entire industry and the federal government that wants 5G as their infrastructure, right? To have total control over us, whatever it is. So when we have the whole industry now and the federal government against the wall and these court cases have to be decided upon, I think we have accomplished something pretty major. And they cannot agree for the industry to go ahead without making changes and requirements that 5G, okay, the way this is planned and strategized to roll out, cannot roll out the way that's planned. Right now, it, we're still in phase one. They want to be actually in phase two, 5G here. That means we will go from the initial entry level uh, up to 6 gigahertz, that they want to go up to 28, giga, 26, 28. That is the next millimeter band that they want to implement and then go up from there. So what's really key is, is that we can literally hit them and destroy them and make them weak at the level where we are. There's still infrastructure right now. They can't broadcast literally the 5G band, the frequency bands that they want to be at right now, of our efforts and that uh, is an explanation a little bit of what we have accomplished uh, so this is really really good stuff i think that is utterly fantastic thank you for doing that i can't thank you enough and um it's amazing news and i'm going to pass you to because time's moving i'm already at 50 minutes i'm going to pass you to roy so yeah. thank you for everything you've done, Christian. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. And I, I take this for everyone that's helping us, okay? It's not me alone. It's us, everybody together. Yes. Uh, it's a coordinated effort. But thank you so much. Uh, absolutely. It's it's great. You have nothing. You have, you know, you're risking a lot. And we live in a world, oddly, where, you you know, it's, it's you have to risk your life to tell the truth. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. Here's, yeah. here's Roy. Roy. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Christian. Yeah, Hi, that's Roy. actually very that's very promising to hear that. And you mentioned about if the judges weren't bribed, because I've had over a hundred court cases myself, and I've seen total corruption at local level and high court level in Ireland. Have you got a kind of plan if it does go against you? Yeah, I think we're gonna go on. Um, I have direct communication with the largest telecom. You know, I do presentations. I go to city to city. I, I do my presentations. 
and I educate, you know, people and also, um, you know, politicians, you know, that represent, you know, city council members and stuff like that. And we have so much fun meeting these people. And I tell you what, I mean, when I go out and I see these moms, okay, and they have a bunch of kids at home and they see that these kids are being freaking radiated the whole day in school. I, I mean, I just see tigers and they're not going to go down without a major fight. All right. Uh, I'm not talking about here that we will be blowing up antennas all over Switzerland. Uh, it happened already, you know, and obviously most of it, they don't make it into the news. And actually these things blow up. And I, I think that's a very important point here. <laughs> They're trying to blame the anti-5G crazies, okay, uh, for blowing up antennas and burning these things down. I tell you what, they burn on their own. You don't, they don't need any help from us. They burn. And you know why do they burn? Because just to give you a little technical background, and again, I'm not an engineer, two, three, four, five G antennas run around at 4,000 volt. In order for a five G antenna to send these millimeter waves uh, this far, okay, kilometers far, uh, because they they don't have the little uh, router antennas in place yet, so they still work about the large antenna infrastructure. Those suckers, they have to be brought from four up to over 30, 35,000 volts, all right? So you, you think that these things are going to take less power, like these guys are advertising, you know, that 5G will cause less energy and less power and stuff? What a complete, total, absolute lie that is. So in order to get these millimeter waves to come across a concrete wall and through windows and, and roofs and stuff like that, they have to blast these things and turn them up into this high gear voltage. Oh man, I, I'll tell you so many different stories about this. So yeah, uh, right. I mean, we, we could talk a lot about that aspect. <laughs> what, what I'm seeing, I'm in the third city in uh, Poland and what I'm seeing is like the Dell factory isn't that old, you know, it's less than 10 years and you'd all the lights, they're changing all the lights now to the, the, the 5G lights, the yellow ones that make them look like solar all over. But, but what I'm noticing is on all of the hospitals and in all of the schools, you're guaranteed that's where they're putting the towers, which is sick. The, the one place they shouldn't be. You're absolutely correct. These are a little bit harder to manage those locations for us. Uh, so when and uh, these telecom companies are obviously not dumb. Uh, when they can, okay, uh, they bribe companies, they bribe cities, they bribe farmers uh, to put these antennas on their land. And when you have a hospital, <laughs> and most hospitals these days, uh, they're not about health, they're all about money. And uh, so when they have a 5G power, <laughs> a 5G antenna up on their roof, and that brings them 10,000 francs a month, sometimes even more, uh, when you have a real thought after location for 5G uh, in a public place and stuff, cities get paid, you know, whoever the ground owner is gets paid massive, massive amounts of money. And these are long-term contracts uh, that they enter. So it, again, it's it's discussing uh, the business practices in, in bribing these people to go and put these antennas up there. And uh, yeah, I mean, Roy, uh, absolutely. I mean, we can pro they're harder to go against, okay? But the good thing here is in Switzerland, when you're inside that certain radius based on what size antenna they're putting up, then you can intervene. You can actually go against uh, the application of this uh, antenna location. And uh, they're very, very tough. But again, we have about, 
around 2,000 Swiss in Switzerland, about 2,000 of those cases, they're blocked in court. In other words, they can't move on with actually constructing the antenna because these citizens are against uh, that antenna location. So these are some things that we're doing. And this one, uh, these two uh, organizations that I mentioned, Gigahertz and Schutz für Strahlen, they help assist our citizens nationwide with the paperwork in uh, get that stuff into the uh, local organizations all the way up to the courts. And this is how we got this far by having two cases at the Supreme Court level. Excellent. And like I've seen some uh, organizations selling stuff, not, not very expensive, but basically that it's made of resin and I don't know, is there copper in it and stuff like that, that they put it at the towers to block this. Do you know if that works or is that? No, and uh, I'm coming back to maybe what Steve mentioned. You know, I just did a two-year uh, long project uh, with a doctor, uh, uh, physics doctor from Germany, and we developed this equipment that exactly were working against uh, this uh, electric uh, electrosmog. And our concept was not to block radiation, so to say. So really, when you have a problem uh, with radiation, so let's just say you have an antenna across the street and you're getting blasted with this thing, the best thing we would do is still mosquito net, iron net, okay? A mosquito fine mesh net, do the whole wall, and uh, that's still the best in blocking uh, electromagnetic wave, pretty much over anything. They already have paints these days. They have foils you can go and put over uh, windows that work pretty good. Uh, but, uh, you know, so blocking is one thing, okay? Uh, I, uh, so what we were focusing on with our uh, concept was to build the individual up based on the natural frequencies, the Schumann waves, the broadband fractal and the substance spectrums. These are four different frequencies that are existing on Earth through, uh, you know, the Earth crust uh, and also the sun. So in between the uh, ionic sphere, uh, we have that exchange of those frequencies. And without those natural frequencies, life would not exist on this planet. That's, that's for humans, uh, for plants, but also for the animals. So, and these technical, these human-made frequencies are obviously a, a causing an effect uh, on all these three levels. And uh, so we always focus now with our technology have this thing close to you and building up your own immune system. So you are better prepared to deal with the human, the man-made frequency. So when you're stronger, you can take more. Okay. That's so just like <clears throat> with anything else. When your system is built up, then you'd be uh, more resistant to the negative effects of the technical uh, 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 EMFs. Yeah, no, exactly. And yeah. um, I, like I've heard, I don't know, is it 40,000 that they're planning and they've already launched, I don't know how many, in the satellites? Um, like, hopefully this ruling will go in our favor that will stop that. Because I know a lot of people, they're moving to, you know, like Costa Rica and everything. They're saying, oh, I go into the jungle and I get away from all of this. But uh, in reality, we're being bombarded. Yeah. Yes, uh, really, the whole world has covered it, the satellite network, you know, uh, SpaceX and whatever um, these companies' names are and stuff. And I know uh, there is a great, uh, great case right being made uh, with uh, environmental health. You know, Deborah Davis, 
I think uh, RFK, Robert F. Kennedy is also involved uh, with the FCC lawsuit there. So these are really great, great things. Uh, so uh, there's other organizations that work with that. I mean, worldwide organizations that are behind uh, those efforts to expose what's going on. And I think there's some uh, really big challenges for the FCC uh, based on the <laughs> biased decisions they already have made. But uh, this is what uh, I know from a technical point of view about the satellites. The satellites are sending their pretty weak signals. So the satellites are really to get, send a signal to the local antennas and then the local antennas pick it up like a repeater. And that's the problem, okay? So when we look at, uh, you know, uh, Elon Musk's com company, all right, that uh, is doing this, uh, uh, you know, his uh, satellite network, uh, then they will be able to provide internet to, you know, you know, not to, uh, to the rural areas, you know, out in no nowhere land. Uh, then you have to have his hardware as well to pick up the signals and all that stuff. So it uh, gets kind of technical. So, yeah, the problem is with the satellites, we have so much chunk up there, who knows? And uh, before you know, we're going to have so much chunk out there, they're going to crash into each other. And you never know once you have a, such a thing fall on your head when you're out in nature. So, uh, it's very tough. It's overwhelming when we look, we have antennas that we're fighting, you know, in front of our door, okay? We're, we're fighting it on our school. We're fighting it in the kindergarten. We're fighting it in the hospitals. And then we're fighting it, you know, up in the sky as well. It's, it's overwhelming. But we have to, when you want to eat an elephant, you don't just try to go and chew down the whole thing. So you chop them down in pieces that you can swallow. And this is how our strategy works here. I think we're pretty good, well-organized. Uh, we could be always better organized because we're not funded, right? I mean, we do this all uh, voluntary. Most of us, we, we live on uh, donations and, uh, you know, we do all the stuff volunteer. I mean, nobody uh, uh, from, from us gets paid to do this stuff, you know? So can you imagine if we were to get some uh, that money that the, the government is wasting and all that stuff and the industries are putting into this? You know, I tell you what, I mean, you give our organization a million bucks, and I'm speaking the United States, when we have someone that is seeing the issues that come our, tom, come towards us for our next generations, when we see how stupid, you know, our uh, actors in Hollywood, you know, people that, uh, you know, are looked at by our children, you know, the, how stupid they spent their money on expensive cars and luxury crap like that, uh, why don't you send us, our organizations, a million dollars? And I tell you what, I'll let you see what we're going to do with a million bucks or send five or ten million bucks. I will be able to show you in what we can, <clears throat> in what we can do, how much more we could do to stop 5G here in Switzerland. And if we can stop the thing here in Switzerland and especially do it safer, there is, <laughs> actually I have to correct myself, I'm not completely against 5G. I'm against the technology, the way they're rolling it out, unsafe. 5G could be safe when we cable, when we use uh, fiber optics, when we have everything cabled, and we don't have antennas out in the, in the free land blasting these millimeter waves across our buildings to have someone, you know, just make a connection and their cell phones inside the building. You know, half your stuff all cabled. And also on the inside, you have routers that are cabled with your devices. These things can be on the Ethernet cable as well. Did you guys know that? 
just the small little converted things. That's no problem. So we have to stop being silly. But why do why do they want to have the mobile technologies everywhere? Because that's where people, you know, are easy to be tracked. You know, like being on the uh, public transportations, going skiing, and being out there. They want to be able to track us anywhere we go. That's why they're doing it. And and so it's really not for us. To have a better experience on our phones, it is for the governments to track us 24/7 wherever we go. That's what I, the infrastructure is for, nothing else. And I think, uh, like regarding people kind of investing, because at the end of the day, you need you know a few multi-millionaires to realize what's been done to them. Because most people they're investing heavily in smart homes, and I mean I know personally of a few people that have got tinnitus. They don't realize things like smart meters are just continuously pulsing which is causing things like that and the health you know like they go to the doctor and the doctor's telling them it's something else or it's incurable and i think once people realize that this is caused by a lot of the technology that's being pushed out at a rapid pace they'll kind of make a change rory i'm telling you man i will never ever drive an electric car okay so anyone that thinks they're going to save the world by buying and driving an electric car, I got news for you, okay? You're going to be sitting on a freaking chassis. The whole chassis on the knee is a battery. And you want to understand, you know, electric smog, and you're going to be doing 100 miles on the top of a freaking battery that is... Ex <laughs> I mean, these people are as dumb as they come. And, and they follow this blind and that tell you what i mean anyone that has millions and they think they're going to be enjoying life and they're going to be running around and everything electric oh man i got news for you they're going to have you know lung embolisms and or heart attack or or you know some kind of a brain tumor before they even get to enjoy their millions so send the money over to us here in switzerland to our organizations and we turn this into a big, bad as you know, a legal justice thing to stop this here in Switzerland even more and start pursuing people that are bribing politicians uh, in industry people that are manipulating studies. I would like to go and criminally pursue some of these people uh, for for committing fraud upon us people, our children, our children's uh, children's children. I mean, there's so much more to do with money uh, out there than what people do. Because if we continue on as blind as we are, okay, we won't have a, a, a bright future with these technologies. Just these 5G technologies alone will take us out if we are not uh, uh, waking up. Some people really say, like, oh, we're going to have 6G and all that stuff is like, I tell you what, when we roll out 5G the way it's planned, you're never going to make it to 6G. Most people will be dying off just in 5G if you're not start making a change now. Absolutely. And just because you mentioned about the electric car, and I agree with you there, I was on the motorway yesterday driving my son home from school, and it was an accident, and we were over two hours at a standstill. And I know sometimes people can be up to five or six hours. Can you imagine if you've got 50% of the cars that are electric in, in winter conditions? What How are you going to clear a road once you've got 50% of the cars, the batteries just drying out? Eh? Yeah, that's uh, crazy. And uh, we did some math on the requirements to do 5G across the nations, across the world. The electricity this would require to power up these antennas, and I told you guys, they have to upgrade these 4G antennas. 
to do the adaptive, you know, 5G antennas, and that's a complete different technology. I mean, they send two different beams. There's a location beam, and then there's the data beam. And uh, when they tell us, you know, uh, these guys, when they don't beam that one device, uh, it's not sending, that's not true. I mean, 24-7, the whole thing is going da 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 And uh, so, I mean, people are just blinded with uh, the untruth and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, Roy, I mean, this is a very, very big uh, topic. Uh, we could go on forever, but I would like to get Hartwood the chance to also. Oh, exactly. Uh, yeah. no, so, listen, <laughs> it's been great talking to you, and thank you very much. And it's impressive, the fight that you're doing, so we're all supporting you. So yeah, I'll pass you the Hartwood. Thank you, Roy. Appreciate you. Christian, it's a real pleasure talking to you. And um, it's so funny because I, wa I was born in Cologne and I moved to Bavaria because I, I worked in dowsing and in electrosmog consulting many, many years ago. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, and the funny thing is concerning, uh, concerning um, the, the uh, electric cars, I like to say that the most electric car drivers are going to be uh, stupid because if you are sitting on a battery, your, your, your blood cannot transport enough oxygen anymore and you need the oxygen in your brain. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. We know, um, you know, with this uh, project I mentioned before uh, with Dr. Siegfried Kionke here in Germany, in Switzerland, uh, I did uh, over 200 uh, tests with uh, patients uh, with, uh, together with a natural doctor here in the capital of Bern. And we did the dark field microscopy on them before and after applying the technology and stuff like that. And, and it's absolutely amazing. I know we tested uh, in that uh, practice, we tested over 20 different equipment for, uh, you know, electrosmog uh, 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 treatment and stuff like that. And, and that stuff that we actually have uh, uh, is causing uh, just amazing results. And, you know, you're absolutely correct. I mean, uh, it causes for the, uh, the blood platelets to clack, uh, get uh, stuck together and it causes for uh, blood clots. And uh, we know what that is, you know. So you combine 5G, uh, you combine that with the jabs. And uh, I tell you what, it's a lethal, lethal combination. <laughs> And uh, we know that the 5G uh, is the infrastructure to then actually bring everything together. And here I got news for everybody that is hearing this out. Um, that's the reason why I focus on 5G. When we strip them from the infrastructure, at least a very, very big part of the puzzle, uh, we can block the other part. So right now, I do not see that they will get this thing across with the jabs, okay? They just don't see the results. And so um, right now when we have issues with the results that they were accomplishing or they tried to accomplish, you know, with the, the COVID issue, and uh, we delayed the 5G infrastructure, you know, what we were able to accomplish so far in Switzerland, it can change, who knows? I mean, everything is corrupt, uh, you know, but I still never give up. I mean, I've literally given it up. And, and I think all five of us here, we will never, we'll probably die fighting over all this crazy stuff. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not looking forward to for that part, but I'm willing to go all the way. Uh, I tell you that. So, yeah, Armit. Do you know uh, the scientist Harald Kautzweller in Germany? Have you heard, heard about him? him? I heard about him. And he and he said that uh, he says that there's a combination of the chemtrails. So there were two or three types of chemtrails. 
One uh, was the first generation had piezo crystals, which we absorb in our body and which go directly in connection with frequency. Then there was, I don't know the, the right thing, it was something with mushroom, mushroom strings, which can transform this in, uh, which can tra trans, uh, transform um, the mushroom and, and the piezo crystals. They can transform the frequency into light, which on, on the basis of our body works. Oh, you're speaking of uh, a fungus, right? A fungus. Yes, fungus. A fungus yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the fungus. And the the sec the third part is the vaccination, so that these combinations will, uh, let's say, will have a very social, psychological effect on our uh, generation. And I would like to go a little bit in the history so that we can understand this a little bit more. Um, Let's say there are. Uh, let's say there is a club which has established the Bolshevism, the nationalism, and now the next kind of communism. And um, the interesting thing is they believe in the Hegel theory. So they say, um, if you want to, if you want to uh, lead a, a mass of people, you have to establish a problem. Then everyone will cry, and then you bring the solution. This is the Hegel social theory. And then they have established the academic, or they have exchanged the academic education in um, an animal, let's say, animal conditioned therapy. Like, for example, Zinker, like, for example, um, Wilhelm Bund and um, Pavlov. And, and our education system works like Pavlov theory which these people believe is that the that the normal human being has no free will it's only a condition of experience of experiences and my question is that as they know or, or as they believe that there is no real free will of the masses only an ex, only a sum of experiences that they try to condition us by this technology do you see this danger or do you do you think this is too far away? Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, you know, sometimes also when I listened into theories and stuff, I try to also be fact-based. So mm -hmm. when we represent a theory, um, I usually always seek out, you know, what are the facts, what are the sources, you know, to the information. Uh, do we have uh, studies that can prove and uh, have evidence, you know what I mean? So when we are already, uh, and I'm not saying that it's not true, okay, uh, certain things, uh, we're extremely advanced uh, in the technologies and, and how this whole thing plans out. For the average people, it's important that we don't overwhelm them. And I, even if I have knowledge of certain things, Hartmut, Many times I don't go as far because I would literally overwhelm them. They glaze over, they go up, they say, these guys are nuts, and they just give up. I think that uh, we have more advantage when we don't go. It, it's okay. I mean, when we push and we're trying to get more and better and better and better understanding how this is coordinated, what's all involved, that's good for us. 
but for the average people i want to make sure we uh bring them up slowly and what we in the lead have digested we have filtered out and we have the evidence to prove this thing out so uh, i may don't go direct to a answer so to say <clears throat> because it is such a deep deep and uh, uh, so it's 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 far it's wide and it's very vertical the issues that we're addressing here or at least try to address today Hartmut and when we go into things like chemtrails you know what do they spray us with uh, all these different things I have a friend of mine that made a movie here a documentary in Switzerland about chemtrails and we have a clip of one of our federal no uh, council members that addressed that out of she was some kind of a a UN gathering, I guess, South America, South Africa, and she blobbered that out that and confirmed that she knows that it's happening chemtrails and they're trying to find out, you know, in in what's behind it and uh, what can be done and stuff like that. So we have backed up that clip so we'll never lose it. So they actually have knowledge and they know. I mean, it's it's you have to be blind uh, to not be able to see a chemtrail versus a contrail, the difference. And it's a really, really sad thing, uh, what we allow. And I tell you what, uh, we need more whistleblowers. We need more people that uh, are flying those airplanes, are, are filling up those tanks with this crap that are literally, uh, you know, telling us the facts because when we have more facts, we have more whistleblowers that, you know, help us by uncovering the truth, uh, we're going to be more successful exposing the truth. And I tell you what, I'm all about arresting these criminals. And I have some news, and I can't say that here on the public show, but we are we are working on things, and it's serious stuff. I think that we will, and that's why I'm thankful for this time. This time that we're entered right now, we're literally in it. We were in a destabilization phase. We are now entering and have entered the deconstruction phase, world economies, you know, the, uh, the supply chains, it's in deconstruction. And this is all done by a coordinated effort, you know, with the uh, almost 200 nation governments across the world. And we talked about WEF, we talked about the International Bankers Space, International Bank of International Settlement, all these guys that say, because in the end, this is all top down, right? So uh, we just need to make step by step forward, being extremely uh, thorough that we don't make mistakes on our level. And I tell you what, as more people that we educate with the truth and the fact, even if we just have 10% of the population, that's enough. Maybe even 5% of the population is enough to turn these guys against the wall and arrest every single one that has been committing this tragedy across the world, destroying so many people's lives, uh, destroying economies, businesses. You know, we lose companies through bankruptcies and closures uh, because of what's being done like that. And this is a, an extreme well-coordinated effort. Uh, we have talked, we know all this stuff, but I think this is very, very important that we continue uh, motivating whistleblowers, internal people that know that, you know what, even they that now support this stuff so they have a paycheck on the end of the month can pay their bills. These people need to understand they have no future, they have no life if they have going to assist 
our enemy by destroying our you know the whole thing so they have no future they can't use all this money that these guys are trying to generate jeff bezos gates all these billions of dollars that these guys stacking away i tell you what i do not see in the future that those uh criminals okay are going to be able to enjoy that uh that uh, wealth and uh, i will give absolutely everything literally i go take the bullet for it i go all the way exposing those freaking fraudsters and uh, they need to be arrested and i think we're, we're i know klaus schwab said uh you know that till 2030 they want to take everything away that we own our private property everything that we have and be happy you know with the ubi universal basic income i got news for this guy um all his uh, alumni of his school world economic forum school young global leaders global shapers they have no idea what we're going to be uh, able to do and uh, tell you what back in the revolutionary war united states against england we had three percent fight the war and we won the war back then three percent was enough so when we have ten percent five percent you know yeah you know let's just say you know if we have 20 people 20 percent of the people opposed taking the jab opposed taking these technologies that destroying our you know uh bodies and cells and mitochondria stop buying this junk okay if you really want to help the situation okay stop buying this new technology and or cable everything in other words use cables do and stop using mobile technologies stop this i mean stop it today educate uh, your school because we're frying our children with Wi-Fi in the schools. We know uh, the sperm count. We know uh, the, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, you know, anyway, the reproduction organs, you know, female, male uh, are being compromised with these technologies. So, I mean, we're getting hammered from all sides. I mean, we're dealing with literally animals on the other side. So, um, yeah, I think we have to be patient uh, by allowing the process uh, some people wake up quicker than others <laughs> and it's up to us in how good we put our information out we how good we bring the facts together Hartmut and that's every time we take something that is not justified is not fact-based is not yet proven we talk about it we think we believe believing is not knowing and I try to represent only stuff that we know so we don't get put in the corner like we're we're the wacky kanakis we're the crazies um i want to be fact-based and i tell you what they will at one level they will have to take us serious because here in switzerland <clears throat> we already proved it out we said we have health effect issues and they just push forward they push forward the politicians support it and they they implemented laws to go this and do that <clears throat> which is persistent showed we were trying to make better work, better legal opinions. Last year in 2020, I was, you know, uh, part of a legal medical opinion that Dr. Leonard Hardell, one of the most famous, uh, you know, cancer doctors out of Sweden, uh, excellent individual, who uh, we served that up on the Swiss government. So that uh, that document uh, was supported with 22 other European scientists worldwide not just European, worldwide scientists, uh, that shook up. I mean, that when you present stuff like that, 
politicians start taking you more serious and they don't look at you you know like you're a uh, head or whatnot you know no i understand but i can um well if you want to i can send you a specific video with character as well where he also talks That's about the companies which are involved in this space good. and also in the technologies this is mm -hmm. um and um and uh, this is it's quite interesting stuff and this especially also as you said the wireless LAN is everywhere. And as we all know how it, or let's say we know how it affects the people, and it also increases the aggressiveness of the people. And uh, this is something what also is many times, let's say, underestimated, as you said already, that there are devices which can, uh, which can support your health system. And these systems are very important because um, for example, the during the night the, the the body needs to relax, and the and the metabolism metabolism has to metabolism. increase again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, and uh, this you can this you can do for example by by a net with with silver with silver or with iron, and then you can then the body can relax again. Yeah, so um, the people. <clears throat> It's very important that we make make clear for the people that they to make them sensitive for this business or for this yeah. for these things. Yes, I'm absolutely hard mode. I like to maybe bring something about that is not being considered, okay? Because we have companies that produce gadgets, equipment and whatnot. We have tested the stuff. Most of the stuff really doesn't bring what they say in their documentation, mm -hmm. marketing literature, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just really, you know, straight to the point here. For those people that protect their houses, okay, from the EMFs, so the whole time, um, day and night, they're inside and doing whatnot, and they're protected, and then they sleep under a silver net, uh, iron net, whatever it is, textiles with, you know, silver uh, 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 thing in it. So we're all aware of this. You can wear that, you know, but here I would like to uh, make a public notice about applying this. When you cover yourself up with all these things all the time, it will also have a health effect to you in a negative of way. Of course. Because you also block the natural frequencies that I mentioned. <coughs> Schumann waves uh, are pretty tough to cover. In other words, so they're getting through pretty much anything, uh, Schumann waves, but fractal broadband and the substance spectrums, these natural frequencies that we have uh, are, e are, 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 are most important to our bodies to regenerate. And like what you mentioned through the night, uh, this is where we need to regenerate. This is where our uh, hormones and enzymes and everything need to go and, and do their things. Uh, so I just would say that don't cover yourself all the time. You know, try to go into the forest and go to the lakes and the oceans and stuff like that and be with absolutely without anything and load your body back up with the natural frequencies that are uh, absolutely essential uh, for our body. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah. So I just wanted to make that reference because I have worked with people that were so well protected. They were wearing their silver outfit the whole time and their skin starts peeling off underneath and it's just weekly and they never thought that they protected themselves not just from the emfs but they protect themselves from the natural frequencies that are essential for our you know cells and the mitochondria 
uh, and actually cause themselves more damage than good by protecting yes. themselves too much. Yes, it's only for a couple of hours. Never, uh, never the whole, uh, never the whole house. That's right, one hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, that's, that's, very good. Huh? Yeah. No, that's brilliant. Thank you All so right. much. It was a real, real pleasure talking to you. It's really cool. And um, yeah. and do you think? Uh, one question. It's uh, I got uh, I got the idea concerning Huawei because you mentioned Huawei, and uh, the interesting thing is, Huawei is a company which works worldwide. And uh, and the interesting thing is also that the Chinese do not only work in the let's say in the um, in the communication system but also in the energy system, <laughs> and they connect this. Yeah. Do you have any comment on this concerning the, the concerning the Chinese, how they establish, for example, in the U.S. or for example in the in the whole, yeah, how they structure this system, how they conquer this world in this way? I think it's the technology is just one part uh, that the Chinese use, okay, to infiltrate everywhere across the world, not just in the United States, but everywhere else. Um, the agenda from the Chinese, and again, uh, I'm not talking about the people, the citizens of that land. I'm talking about the party that's causing uh, and uh, the strategy and the plan to have for the world. I tell you what, um, I'm afraid to say this. The Chinese far surpass the United States from a long-term strategic planning aspect. They have plans 50, 100 years out, all right? And the United States, the entire management schools these days, okay, the MBAs, what do they teach, right? The quarterlies, okay, the quarterlies, PNL, uh, it's all money oriented, okay, short term focused, you know, by the quarters. What a joke. When you look at the Chinese, they look at so far ahead, they will outlast anybody. And they're so much more patient. They are so much better off. And I'm afraid that our generations, the, the next generations, better start learning Mandarin and, and, and uh, the Chinese language because they're coming for us. All right. I have a document here. And I'm not sure if you can see it. This is something that I should share with you, Grace, to the notes to this um, you know, uh, show. And... Uh, it's much, much deeper. I don't think I want to go into this at this show at the very end. But I think in order to understand 5G and the hardware software <laughs> of the Chinese, that is just a piece of the puzzle. Their, their game is much bigger, much, much bigger how they play this. And uh, I'm afraid, okay, that our Bill Gates, uh, excuse me, take this back. Bill Clinton sold us out back in his days as a president when he started selling strategic harbors in the United States to China, moved the manufacturing capabilities from the United States to China because that allowed for the Chinese to own 51% of all these technologies that we brought over there. That's why we have the IP ripoff issues right now that Trump trying to really hit so hard because the Chinese are stealing all that stuff because, <laughs> yeah, 
all these companies went over there and uh, the subsidiaries can only own 49%, so they don't have control and the Chinese now stripping the United States from the technologies and stuff like that. So it was just because the Americans were so greedy to go over there and look better on their balance sheets by having all this revenue generated in, in China. And now we're getting the effects of 30 years, China, China, China. And <clears throat> there's so much cash, they're buying everything up. And let me, I mean, I could go into a major detail. This will explain what I'm talking about. It's extremely deep. Their plan is to take over uh, the land of the United States because they're running out of land because they're destroyed with the manufacturing, poisoned the lakes and the land and the pollution and everything. They want to get their people out of China. That's why they're extremely aggressive uh, with their policies. Very subtle, okay? They're just step by step getting themselves put in place to take over and move the Chinese people into other nations, you know, Australia and uh, other uh, areas and all the way to the United States. That's their plan. So um, I had a whistleblowers from the Swiss government that sent me an email intercept between Wade, the software uh, hardware manufacturer from China, with the Swiss government about their technologies and the equipment and stuff like that. This was back in 2017. The Chinese told the Swiss government, if you cannot elevate the uh, the 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 uh, the levels of the radiation the way we now have it to ICNIR, the International Commission of Radio in um, non ionizing radiation protection. Okay, when we don't elevate those to bring in the millimeter waves, then don't do the five G infrastructure. It won't work. You have to bring up the radiation level. So in other words, fry those people. Okay, multiple levels higher is the radiation level. So they told the Swiss, don't do it. What did the Swiss government do? Those schmucks, they did it anyway, okay? They tricked all the politicians and they did anyway. They sold the 5G uh, concessions to the three telecoms and had a contract for those three to uh, implement that infrastructure. So now the telecoms, yeah, that's business. The government gave them a contract to build the infrastructure and now the telecoms are screaming, they're pulling their hairs out, they're banging their teeth out uh, because they're blocked everywhere with the infrastructure build out. But it's the government, these nonsense, dumb people, uh, they're in their positions that <clears throat> never produced anything in their lifetime. They got into their high positions, whatever means, and they make those decisions. Uh, and, and it's such a mess. Uh, I mean, it's amazing how naive these people are, but maybe they're not so naive, right? They have a plan. Maybe not. Exactly. Plan. So for us, the average people looks like these guys are idiots and stuff. No, they're following a plan. And the plan is not through our local governments, even national governments. They're just alumni out of the schools they're coming from with the international bankers and uh, the World Economic Forum that pulls the strings behind the curtains. We have to also to we have also to mention, for example, the concerning radi radiation level. Uh, mm. What kind of radiation you need only so that you can make telephone and then <clears> you can make also internet, yeah. And then what is the official radiation level? And this is millions higher. 
then what, exactly, what, yeah. what, also, what, we, what we need. Also, this is one aspect where we got them, is we did uh, uh, review their measures. Uh, they have to test those antennas. And we have recognized in how they were cheating. They committed fraud uh, by uh, leaving certain things out. They cheated on those data sheets that they put in with the cities or whatever they have to approve those locations. So we have identified all the fraud. And <laughs> it's amazing in what extent they go through to continue the fraud uh, that they're doing. So it's, it's amazing. But one thing that uh, maybe I like to say, and I don't know how much time we have left here, Grace, uh, is the power issue, okay? Right now, energy is a problem worldwide. Uh, right now, with the supply chains, you know, coals are not making it from A to B. So we have coal uh, power plants that are getting shut down in Germany. We have all sorts of issues. We have nuclear plants that are being shut down because they're causing, you know, the little climate issues and stuff like that. We know as a fact, based on the power, the energy requirements to power up 5G worldwide, that calculation is not going to work out, guys. Maximum 25% of what they're calculating uh, is possible. So it's there's two things the way I look. This is my personal you know, view on this. Either they're complete idiots, okay, which I don't think by not mathematically figuring out that 5G requires so much more power, the internet of things, the internet of all things to connect all these sensors and stuff like that, that the entire world will never have a chance to build up the infrastructure, infrastructure to supply all this. So either we have a bunch of idiots that make these decisions or, okay, our friends and down in Geneva, okay, the responsible ones, already planning the world depopulation, that the infrastructure no longer are supporting six uh, or, you know, plus billions of people, uh, they already considering, you know, maybe just one billion left, you know, that are going to be utilizing this technology out there. And uh, that would be a whole other show we can discuss about that. I, I expect that something is going on because it makes no sense otherwise to go for this highly, highly digitized world, okay, that they see us living in, transhumanism, all these crazy things, when there's absolutely no freaking way that we have enough energy and power source to power it up. Think about it. I would like to, guys, I would like to get you guys' feedback on this. It's just a point that I have <laughs> figured out one night when I couldn't sleep. It's like, okay, wait a minute. We know that the power issues, the requirements by 230 are like 10 times as much as we have right now. So that's in eight years from now to have this much, uh, 10 times more power source, energy source in electricity than we have it now to power everything up. Something doesn't fit here. They work from both sides. They, on the on the other hand, they are going to they have the intention to establish atomic plants again in order to increase the electricity. And I think on the other side they, they are going to they they try to reach the target, yeah. 
Helmut, I mean, you know, in Germany, you guys are very far advanced with the alternative energy, solar, uh, you know, and uh, wind. But I tell you what, we call that in German Flatterstrom. <laughs> yeah, <yes>. so, <laughs> so Makes no sense at all. Yeah. You, you yeah. cannot depend. I mean, when you have, let's just say we have a, uh, a volcano, okay? We have volcanoes. You guys have it too in North America. You have a volcano that covers the whole, you know, sunlight. You're in the dark. Uh, what are you going to do with your little, uh, you know, especially your solar panels when you have we, ashes? We export atomic, uh, atomic energy from France and from Belgium. And, and you know the conditions of these atomic plants. They are, they are, they are, I don't want to talk about this because then everyone will get scared. Um, this is exactly. Uh, exactly. This is this is the situation, and uh, uh, in your Germany that we export the the energy yeah. from other countries, and the blackout is is very possible at the moment, especially. Oh, it's absolutely validated. Uh, January this year, <clears throat> January two thousand twenty one. First two weeks of January, I don't remember the date, it was the 7th or one of those dates. It was in the first two weeks. We were not minutes, we were seconds away from a power outage from Romania all the way to the west coast of France. So all nations here in Europe are so uh, connected and Switzerland is a substantial switch in the power net to power uh, up Europe. And they were absolutely correct. I can show you a website right now where the Swiss Grid, it's the company that manages this. You have a real-time website that shows who is getting power, negative, positive. When you have too much, you send it over to the other nation, blah, blah, blah. So we're this major switch. So Switzerland is an extremely important infrastructure for the European, the EU uh, power grid. And I tell you what, and that's the reason why with our Verein Wir, we're focusing on self-preparedness over anything. I mean, right now, 5G is against the wall. We did what we could. It's, it's, we're waiting for the court date. We're focusing right now to get the families ready for what's coming, which is power outages. You can't go to the bank anymore. You need to go get your cash out of the banks now before they steal it from you. Uh, lock boxes, go get your stuff out of lock boxes, eliminate lock boxes. So this is where we're focusing. And we're teaching and we talk about how to uh, cook without electricity, how to wash yourself without electricity, and, and all gardening and, and self-preparedness, the whole nine yards. So uh, this is a very, very big chapter because we are minutes away, okay, from a possible power outage, you know, uh, nationwide, and in the worst case, European-wide, and we know within 24 hours in the cities and other places, you know, within 48 hours, we're going to have absolute havoc in the cities. We have chaos. We will most likely have martial law. And, uh, you know, these freaking clowns that pull the strings are doing exactly that, and it's on purpose. They want martial law. They want civil unrest. Uh, so they can implement their new world order agenda, and that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, I, I could talk with you many hours already. Um, <laughs> also, also concerning the relationship between Switzerland and Austria, <laughs> financial, political. <laughs> but uh, this is really another subject. Really cool. Thank you so yeah. much, Christian. It was a real pleasure talking to you. I give you to Grace. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Hartmut. Great to meet you. Great. Thanks, Grace. Okay. Wow, it's uh, it's amazing. We just really touched the tip of the icebergs. And as you were saying, Christian, 
and we would like to invite you again. So if I'll reach out to you, we'll find another date and many dates. So you please use us as a good platform so that we can educate and empower people more. And if there's, and I, what you just said in the last few minutes reminded me of the eternal life preparation that says dare to prepare. Because Absolutely. Absolutely, Grace. And I tell you what, uh, we just finished the English version of that preparedness guide. It's a preparedness handbook, so to say, with the 100 most uh, thought after uh, items to prepare yourself and the family uh, in these times. Some of those items are already hard to find, hard to get. Uh, supply chain issues already are uh, showing that, you know, like diesel and uh, gas uh, generators are again uh, hard to get uh, to come by to. So I would love for you uh, to make that available in your show notes uh, that they can come and download for free the English version uh, of this and, uh, you know, use uh, anyone that's following you uh, all here. Uh, you, I know each of you have your own independent network. Share this handbook with your network. Uh, I would like to have more and more people prepared because here's what's happening. This is how I see it, okay? When we're surprised we're not prepared, we're no good, right? So the power goes out tomorrow. Uh, we're not prepared to go uh, for months, you know, at least at least 30 days without ever having to step into a grocery store, having to go and get money from the bank. You should have right now at least 30 days, better 90 days, everything ready to go, water, food, supplies for not having to go and deal with the crowds in the city or in the shops, whatnot. So you can survive 90 days without a problem. So we activists are prepared now. So when we have a blackout, we don't just stop. Our projects move forward and we enjoy the quietness to get ready to the next level. <laughs> they don't expect us to come after them when uh, they shut down the city and the, and, the, and, and the power lines. Okay, this is when we really get active because we're prepared. We can, you know, uh, deal and wheel with our power. And I think that that is really here in the end. The most important thing that I could tell everyone here on the show, get your stuff in order now. Okay, start tomorrow if you haven't already prepared yourself to deal with the chaos that these guys want to implement for us to really uh, cause civil unrest and for more, uh, you know, splitting in our uh, society versus we're vaccinated versus non-vaccinated. And you mentioned Grace, and I'm grateful that you want to have me back. We're working on a project that exactly helps us do this. We're actually going to have a, a platform where uh, the friendlies or the, the pure bloods are going to find each other, okay? Much, much easier. So it's this process that we're going through, I appreciate that because now we know who is on my team and who is against me, okay? I may have done business. I may have even family members that are dealing with the enemy. They're supporting our enemy. The ones that are destroying us and our future and whatnot. So <clears throat> I think it's important that we can network under us people that are like-minded, okay? We have the same interests to save this world uh, from destruction 
and allow for our next generations to have a future and stop this madness. This transhumanism absolutely and all requires energy and electricity. Their plan won't work when there is no electricity. Get it? So I don't care how fancy your 5G, 6G telephone is. When the antennas are down, you can't load that stupid thing. It's dark. And learn how to communicate without those gadgets. And I tell you about this transhumanism, <clears throat> all these 5G towers, all these electric cars, they're worthless, absolutely totally worthless when we have no power, not enough energy. So I'm not afraid of these guys. Their plan only can work as long as they have power. Because the minute they take us the power away, they destroyed themselves. So I'm looking forward to the day where more people, and this is my encouragement for you guys, come join the direction, join the path, you know, we just need to show the people the way they will follow because, you know, uh, we make sense. The other side doesn't make any sense. Well, thank you so much. And I had a com one, one, one comment. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Everything's fine. <laughs> and, and to all of you, for sure, once we all separately upload and publish this podcast, we're going to uh, put the links the important information so you can download what Christian is offering us to have, okay? And yeah, we'll be happy to know if you guys can, you know, when I say you, the audience can do your own little information and spread spread the wealth. I said, this is the wealth, okay? A wealth of information for us to be, to dare to prepare. Thank you and- Excellent. Um, to, Source bless and do take care of yourselves and your health. Thank you so much to you all. Thank you so much to all the listeners. I appreciate having the chance to come on here today. And uh, God bless. This podcast is sponsored by Kulabula, creators of websites, animation, and digital art. To get a 10% discount, go to kulabula.com and put in the discount code AWAKENING.